Last week, we witnessed the stupidest scandal in Canadian history. The legacy media invented a fake news narrative about Pierre Polyev, which he easily, correctly, and firmly debunked. Now, in response, the legacy media lost their minds. They called Polyev a liar and a bully and predicted that he was about to plummet in the polls. Well, the latest polls are in, and surprise, surprise, the legacy media got it wrong again. It's Fake News Friday. I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the True North channel, leave us a five-star review if you enjoy the podcast, and head on over to our website, www.tnc.news, to sign up for our newsletter so you will never miss a story. So last week on Fake News Friday, I broke down what I believe to be one of the stupidest, if not the stupidest, media scandals in Canadian history. So according to the legacy media, basically every single journalist in the legacy media, they all decided that opposition leader Pierre Polyev had done something egregious. So what did he do? Did he waste a billion dollars on some green scheme? No, that was Justin Trudeau. Did he give away multi-million dollar contracts to his friends who were also paying his family members to give speeches? No, that was Trudeau as well. Did he pressure his attorney general to quit because she refused to give a sweetheart deal to a large party donor? Did he go on vacation to a billionaire's private island and then turn around and give government handouts to that billionaire's organization? Or did he parade around in racist blackface for much of his 20s and early 30s? Okay, you're on to me. Those were all obviously Justin Trudeau. No, no. According to the legacy media, Polyev's far worse crimes were, and this is accurate, quoting a CTV story in the House of Commons, pointing that out to a CP reporter who was interrogating him with gotcha questions, and then defending himself against a attempted smear campaign by the media and finally refusing to bend the knee and apologize to them. Yes, that is the scandal that the legacy media reporters are obsessing over, that they rush to comment on, rush to condemn, and they use that to predict that Polyev was probably going to lose the next elections. First of all, this is what the exchange looked like between Polyev and the CP reporter. I'll just show you part of it. Actually, you're wrong. Are you a CP? Okay, so CP, by the way, CP, just for everyone's knowledge, did have to make three corrections for falsehoods that they put into a single article. I think that might be unprecedented. Um, I'm actually thinking about checking with the Guinness Book of World Records to see if there's ever been a news agency that has had to issue three corrections for patent falsehoods that they admit they had been made in one single article, and now you've made yet another falsehood in your question. Um, um, where you are wrong is that CTV reported that the government of Canada was presuming that the incident was terrorist. So, yeah, that was, and that's what I said in my remarks. You're right. It was a media report. Which is what I said in the House. I said there are media reports. Okay, and this is just a handful of the legacy media journalists responding to that interaction. Bruce Arthur from the Toronto Star wrote, just another grotesque day for the Conservative Party, adding that it was a truly scummy moment for Pierre Polyev. Next, Andrew Coyne of the Globe and Mail saying, I don't know who he thinks he's impressing with this campus Tory childishness. Tabitha Thudi from Maclean's in the Globe and Mail wrote, This entire incident ought to disqualify the man as prime minister. John Iveson from the National Post wrote, He could lose this whole thing yet if he keeps behaving this way. Next, on one of our favorite programs to include in Fake News Friday, here's a clip from CBC's Power and Politics featuring the Toronto Star's Chantal Bear just telling us what she really thinks about Pierre Polyev. It uh, 
will be very hard to sell a leader who is turning out to be an intellectual bully, especially one who picks who to be on people who are smaller than him in the sense that the journalist asking a question is uh, smaller than someone who's, who is the leader of a major party. And uh, I don't know what's, uh, what is being said outside Quebec in the other language, but I was on a panel today and uh, the words I used associated with uh, Pierre Poilievre and they are gaining currency is that he is a, uh, someone who will lie whenever it suits his purpose. Next, we have the media's favorite TikTok journalist, Rachel Gilmore, saying, how do you push back on the spot when Polyev outright lies to your face? Okay, so those are just a few of my favorite examples of media losing their minds. It got worse. It started to get a little bit nasty over the weekend. Andrew Coyne, again of Globe and Mail, posted this picture on social media with the caption, amazing, amazing. This is from the Globe and Mail. They put a very, very rude and unflattering picture of a previous leader of the Conservative Party, Andrew Scheer, saying, uh, wanted a bit of common sense. So, of course, the legacy media wants Andrew Scheer back. The whole defining feature of Andrew Scheer was that he let the legacy media define him. He let them derail them. He lost an election just barely. He actually won the popular vote, but lost the 2019 election in large part because the legacy media went after him ruthlessly. They decided that he was some sort of a bigot because he refused to change what Catholics believe about sin and marriage and basically wrote him off as a bigot. So the legacy media yearns for the day when they could just simply define a conservative leader and a conservative leader doesn't wish to push back. Being a little obvious, saying the quiet part out loud, and Andrew Coyne thinks this is all amazing. Next, we had Althea Raj uh, on X. So first, Jenny Byrne, who's a conservative operative, wrote the pretty obvious statement. She writes this, any wonder why the press gallery has been in full attack mode against Pierre since Trudeau's fall update. He's giving them another $30,000 per journalist in tax-funded media bailouts. Expect them to do whatever the PMO says. So this is accurate. This is true. The Trudeau government gave media another bailout, gave them another $116 million, said that they would pay the newsrooms up to $30,000 per journalist. And in response to the exact same week, we see the media attacking Pierre Polyev. Instead of going after Trudeau for his many scandals, instead of pointing out the fact that Canadians are losing faith in the prime minister, they all turn their sights on Pierre Polyev. A little bit of a coincidence, not a good look for these journalists, no matter how much they swear up and down that they are completely unreliant and unbiased on the Trudeau government. It's pretty big coincidence that's all happening at the same time. So back to Althea Raj, who writes for the Toronto Star and is also a commentator, paid commentator on the CBC. She writes this, this is complete BS and Jenny knows it. They are looking for something to blame for a bad week. So this sort of sounds like a partisan talking point, doesn't it? The conservatives are having a bad week, so they're just trying to look for something to blame. That is literally exactly what liberals say all the time. It's how they spin. Althea goes on. She says, the government is providing a labor tax credit to employers. It's indirect and it applies broadly. One of the organizations who has lobbied the most for this is the National Post and Post Media. So again, just jumping further into liberal spin mode, liberal spin, no, 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 it's not a bailout. It's just a tax credit. It goes to 
the employers. It's a labor tax credit. And it's broad. It doesn't just apply to those who support Trudeau. It applies to everybody. Well, everybody in the legacy media, including Post Media, as if that's supposed to somehow let them off the hook. Post Media gets it. Post Media is sometimes quasi-centrist, right? Sometimes kind of conservative, sometimes allows conservative writers like Rex Murphy, Conrad Black, or Barbara Kay to write in the paper occasionally. And that somehow makes it okay for taxpayer money to go to media companies. I mean, this is just spin wrapped and spin wrapped and spin. So the legacy media, as you can see, are basically in agreement. They say that Pierre Polyev had a significant misstep. It was a scandal. As Althea Raj says, the conservatives had a very bad week. John Ivetson in the National Post says that Pierre Polyev could lose this thing yet. Chantilly Bear of CBC and the Toronto Star says that Canadians are seeing a different side of Polyev, that he's a liar and a bully, and basically that this is going to make Canadians turn on Pierre Polyev. Well, did their prediction come true? just so happens that there was a national poll conducted over the weekend. So that exchange between Pierre Polyev and the CPU reporter happened on Thursday, November 23rd. I did my show Fake News Friday on it last Friday, the 24th. And then an abacus poll was conducted on Sunday, November 26th. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. And so what does this poll say? Well, here it is. The party who is predicted to have the most seats in the next election is the Conservative Party. The chances that they will win the most seats? 99% versus the Liberals, 1%. Again, that's based on polling from November 26. Let's go through what that poll said by region. Here is the committed vote intended. Look at these numbers for the Conservatives, 40% in BC, 60% in Alberta, 51% in Saskatchewan, Manitoba, 41% in Ontario, still trailing in Quebec. But look at Atlanta, Canada, 41% Conservative for only 33% Liberal and 18% NDP. What about by age? Well, Justin Trudeau swept with millennial voters to get into office. Look at it now. 18 to 29-year-olds, 30% conservative. That's more than either the NDP or the liberals as far as 30 to 44. 39%. 45 to 59, 42%, 16 over 42%. So Pierre Polyev dominating in every single age group. How about by gender? Well, the male feminist, Justin Trudeau, is now losing among women and is not close. 36% of women voting for Polyev say that they would vote for Polyev versus 25 for the Libs, 23 for the NDP, and 41% of men saying that they will cast their vote for the Conservative. This is always an interesting one to me. One of the biggest markers of who will vote for Conservatives is people who own their own home. And that's, that's something that's barely ever talked about. But the kind of people who have families, the kind of people who have that kind of responsibility, who who own a home, raising a family, those are the kind of people who tend to vote for conservative. 44% of homeowners are intending to vote for Polyev. But again, people who live at home, people who live with family, 35% for Polyev. People who rent versus those who buy People who rent 32% for Polyev versus 24% for the Libs. This is this one is just really shocking to me. By union membership, public sector unions are going for Pierre Polyev. Private sector unions are going for Pierre Polyev. And no union membership are going for Pierre Polyev. 
Next, I wanted to show you the voting intention by region. Here is Toronto. Notoriously left-wing liberal Toronto says that they're going for Pierre Polyev, 36% in Toronto proper, 42% in the GTA. Next, education level. We're often told that intelligent, college-educated people go for liberals. Uh, not so much. College-educated are more likely to be voting for Pierre Polyev. 41% for college-educated, university-educated, 37% to only 28% for the libs. So no matter what demographic you're looking at, Pierre Polyev is dominating. Among liberal strongholds, among former left-wing voters, Pierre Polyev is dominating. Final one I wanted to show you here is basically exactly to the point the legacy media were talking about last week. It says the question was, has your intention of ex-politician changed over the past few weeks? So for Justin Trudeau, has your opinion worsened? 48% of Canadians say yes, our opinion has worsened of Justin Trudeau. 39% say no change and only 13% say that their opinion has improved. And what about for Pierre Polyev? We're told that he showed his nasty side and that's going to turn Canadians away from him. Well, no change, 45%. People whose impression improved 32% and 22% listened. So I, I guess 22% of Canadians maybe listen to the legacy media or get their opinion through them compared to, again, 48% for Trudeau said their opinion worsened. So it's almost like the legacy media is completely wrong. Okay, finally, the poll aggregator 338, which just shows the aggregate of all polls uh, taken recently, shows that the Conservatives now hold a solid 41% of the voting projection, which would equate to 208 seats. We're talking, folks, we're talking about perhaps the largest sweep in Canadian history. We're talking about 1984 levels when Brian Mulroney won 211 seats, which was the most number of seats ever won by a political party. Pierre Polyev is up in that territory. Look at the divergence in vote between liberal and conservative over the past six months. And again, this is telling us everything we need to know about the legacy media. Why are they scrambling to attack the leader of the opposition? Why are they working so hard to change the perception of Justin Trudeau to shift attention away from the prime minister who is engulfed in scandals and who Canadians just aren't very happy with. Uh, why aren't they focusing on that? Why are they focusing on conservative leader Pierre Polyev? Well, your guess is as good as mine. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that Pierre Polyev doesn't want to bail out the media, that he opposes media bailouts, that he opposes huge taxpayer funding towards the CBC and the newspapers. Maybe, maybe that has something to do with it. Finally, last poll here, November 29th, three in four Canadians want Justin Trudeau to go. Justin Trudeau insists he's going to stay, but the overwhelming majority, 72% of all respondents, say Justin Trudeau should go. That includes 33% of liberal supporters. That's the truth. Look, polling could be wrong. Take it all with a grain of salt. It's a snapshot into what Canadians are thinking about and feeling this week in politics. But just keep in mind that this is exactly the opposite direction that the legacy media told you that things were going to go. Their perception of Pierre Polyev is completely wrong. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful weekend. This has been Fake News Friday. I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show.